The year is 2017. For the second time in America's history, an old Republican man with iconic hair who, in addition to some crappy political maneuvers and actions, became famous largely through appearing in television and movies, is inaugurated as president. The crowd at the inauguration is small, in part because everyone is gearing up for the Women's March the next day. 420 marches domestically and 168 additional international marches were held in protest of his presidency, making it the largest single-day protest in American history and the largest worldwide protest in recent history. That summer, a bunch of the new president's friends convened in Charlottesville for the Unite the Right rally, which ended in the death of counter-protester Heather Heyer. Later that month, he looked directly into a solar eclipse. Things were off to an even rockier and more terrifying start than perhaps people had even feared. But former Frankenstein's jukebox picks Taylor Swift and Dua Lipa released albums, and Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee broke the record for the most weeks at number one on the Hot 100 with Despacito, owing in some part to a remix featuring an up-and-coming Canadian pop star. Now, two up-and-coming American pod stars are going to pick two songs from 2017 and mix them together to see what new musical cryptid they can unleash upon the world. This is Frankenstein's Jukebox. Jukebox. I am James. I am one of your hosts. I am Dan. I am one of your hosts. And we are back to talk about the year 2017. Or, yeah, which was a year. It was certainly a year. It was a year. It happened. There's no one that can argue that it, it's not a year. And that's then that you can take that to the bank. So we're going to be talking about 2017. Um, Daniel, how was your 2017? Do you recall? Yeah, it was mostly pretty good. Um, I did some traveling. I really don't remember it a whole lot now that I think yeah. about it. But it was it was it was I think more good than bad. Good, yeah. I I rang in the new year at a friend's wedding. Oh, nice. Which was one one of the best New Years I have uh, I have had. I, I would say now. Obviously, that's that mostly took place during 2016. To be fair. Sure, right. But right. I generally dislike New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. uh, and that one was uh, quite a good one. Yeah, well, good. That's good. Like, it was such a great way to start the year off. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Up in Asheville, North Carolina, which is one of my favorite spots. And, yeah, it was just, it was a really good time. Nice. That sounds like, that sounds like a lot of fun. It was. I was trying to think of my 2017, and I think that... Mostly what I was doing was recording on a Bachelor Obsessed with Aaron. I I can't I remember all the things that I said, like the inauguration and all that stuff. Yeah. I I but I don't know. Like just sort of I guess podcasting? I'm not really sure. It it see it so it probably wasn't personally on a personal in a personal area level, it was probably uh fine. And yeah. and fine and fun. Just like you, Daniel. Wink. Thank you, James. I try and be fine and fun. 
Well, let's see if you can try and be fine and fun while telling me what your 2017 uh, pick is for the song from Ice. Absolutely. So the hints that I gave were Paul and Light Switch. The Paul was a, a reference to St. Vincent Paul, which is the, the saint's full name, St. Mm-hmm. Vincent Paul. The artist that I went with for 2017 is St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. And uh, Light Switch... Because the chorus of the song includes the line, I can't turn off what turns me on. Uh, So I went with Mass Seduction by St. Vincent. Excellent. Very, very good. I love St. Vincent. Uh, Mm -hmm. Annie Clark is a genius. Absolutely. And uh, my first first entry to St. Vincent was uh, seeing them live. Uh, Oh, so it was, uh, there's a music festival in uh, Raleigh every year called Hopscotch. Okay. Uh, and I got uh, tickets for my birthday. My, uh, my friend Philip got me, he, like got the two of us tickets to go see. And we saw so many great shows. But like opening night, the two headliners were St. Vincent and Spoon. And so hmm. we got to see them back to back. And it was incredible i was that sounds awesome uh i was so excited to see spoon and of course they they knocked it out of the park but i was sure absolutely blown away by saint vincent yeah yeah i i would love to my sister and i sort of share a a mutual back and forth love of of saint vincent she got me strange mercy on vinyl um which is a really cool vinyl um record to get because the cover is like teeth in like biting not biting through, but biting plastic. Mm-hmm. It's a disturbing cover, but it's it's really lovely to see it writ as large as a, a you know an LP. So yeah, Saint Vincent. The first time I heard uh, Saint Vincent was um, Surgeon from. Uh, actually, that's not true. Contrast podcast. Someone played "Marry Me" in the two thousand eight or whatever the first Saint Vincent album came out uh, was. And then I forgot completely about her. Then I heard Surgeon, which has this killer guitar solo in it. And then I connected the two probably two years later, two years <laughs> after that. Um, so, yeah, uh, Annie Clark is, is fantastic. And St. Vincent is a great pick. Well, thank Excellent you. Pick. How about how about you, James? What did you pick? Well, my clue, uh, my clue was I'm not alone in my assessment of this artist as being one of the greatest artists in their genre, if not of all time. Um, and so I was talking about Kendrick Lamar, and the song I picked was "Love" from the album "Damn," which uh, my other clue was I recently found out something about the album that I'm picking from that I I, heard, I was listening back to the episode and I said it's unique to this album. I'm not positive about that. But I was um, shocked to find out that you can play "Damn" either way. It works forwards and backwards. And uh, he released a like a deluxe edition or special version or whatever, which is literally on Spotify. It's literally just the track list reversed, and it and it works just as well. And I thought that was very very cool. And I never thought about it before. But that mm. like the all the songs sort of flow into each other the same. It's it's a different experience, but it's kind of a. a a cool experience uh, too. Interesting. So. And my my song features a, a guest vocalist that I think is probably pronounced Zachary, but possibly Zachary, and that's just important for uh, uh, one of my uh, aspects. But before we get to that, 
Daniel, what are the aspects that you've taken from mass seduction? All right. Um, well, I love a good, um, I, I refer to it as a call and response chorus. Mm. So the chorus in this is uh, the line mass seduction repeated. And then I can't turn off what turns me on. And just kind of like the, the mass seduction part that's repeated is not exactly droning per se, right. but it feels very separated from the, I can't turn off what turns me on. And then yeah. the fourth time that it comes around, it's mass destruction, which is super great. Uh, but I really love that like kind of call and response feel to it. Me too. As it turns out. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm so int- so intrigued. <laughs> For my second aspect, I wrote down kicking guitar riffs because, mm-hmm. uh, good lord, Annie Clark shreds it in this in this track. Not like I, I put riffs instead of like solo because it's not like a solo per se. It's just a lot of like just kind of licks, maybe licks, just riffing on. Yeah. The uh the you know chord structure of the song it's just like I'm just going to throw it it's kind of like a like a guitar fill almost. Yeah. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I I love it. I think it's got it just really kind of punches the song up. Absolutely. Uh, for me. Absolutely. And I have this one written down this way. <laughs> word for word. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry for this one, but <laughs> make it a little horny. Mm. This song it's is... like a ska song, cool. Yes, yes, just like a ska song. No, uh, this song is very um, seductive, I would say. Uh, there's there's some steaminess to this song that, that mm. I really enjoy. And uh, you shared with me, actually... Uh, <laughs> A, a, a very steamy version of this song uh, <sighs> that was a live performance of Mass Seduction, kind of Aretha Franklin's respect, just a little bit, uh, uh-huh. and Dua Lipa's One Kiss, performed by St. Vincent and Dua Lipa. And, right. uh, like, their whole, like, their body language with each other and the whole way they do it, they sing each other's songs that mm. like it's it's very it's very good yeah absolutely i think it's the uh 2017 grammys uh yes i believe so because uh mass seduction then won a grammy that year yeah um like maybe i want to say like two I, I, I saw this earlier uh when i was researching in fact i think i still have that research up hold on yeah, so Mass Seduction won the Grammy for Best Rock Song the oh, same right, night okay. that they performed that uh, that performance live. Um, we'll include gotcha. a link to that in the show notes. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so a, li- a little a little horny, a little randy. A little. Oh, I see. I don't like the word randy. Me neither. Me neither. But I'm a child of the uh, you know of the uh, Austin Powers late '90s. So yeah, Austin yeah. Powers will. Uh, yeah, I, I I get that. I feel you there, but right, yeah. But still, that's not what we're going to be putting down. It sensual. See, I don't even think sensual Ooh. fits here because, like, I don't, I don't know if I would say the song is sensual. I think seductive is fine. Seductive. Think, Make it a little yeah. seductive. Yeah. If you're not comfortable with the word horny, and that's to you or our listeners, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm back and forth on the word myself. 
I am going to keep making like trumpet saxophone jokes. We, it's good to have an alternate. Is is all I'm saying. Yes. The word doesn't doesn't bug me. It's the uh, it's the multiple meanings of the word. Absolutely. Frankly. Do you want to make sure that you know that saxophone is not a horn? It's horn e. It's horn esque. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a little horn-esque Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write that down Potential title, it's horn-esque <laughs> Okay, well tell me What is a saxophone? It's a reed instrument uh, I mean, it's, it's Yeah, it's a, it's a woodwind, Got- it's a reed Right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha And the, the piano is a percussion instrument That's, that's my favorite little, yep. tiny little fact Just so we have A, a, a full uh, Spectrum, uh uh, Damn won best rap album and uh, Humble won best rap song, which is from Damn, and another song, Loyalty, won best rap slash song perform. Kendrick cleaned up it at, at in the rap category and then lost uh, album of the year to Bruno Mars. That so. uh, that tracks. Uh, James, how about your aspects? Yes. Okay. So here we go. Um, I changed this. Uh, from something that I didn't really understand what I meant. So that's fun. Two distinct voices. Okay. You got uh, Kendrick's sort of lower, more sort of hip-hop voice, and then you have Zachary or Zachary's uh, higher-pitched sort of sung vocals um, that they would uh, swap back and forth, actually kind of in a call-and-response a little bit sort of way. Um, it, it made the song stand out to me very much uh, when I was... Uh, listening to it originally back in 2017. Nice. Next, I have skittering programmed drums. I went back and listened to uh, it with that in mind. They're not... I don't really know what I meant by skittering. It, there are parts where they're, the hi-hat is hit sort of a couple times in succession. I just want really... Intri- I think I want a really intricate drum programming as much as we can interpret that to, to happen. Okay. Like... Not sort of just four on the floor sort of situation. Yeah, like yeah. some cool, cool stuff going on there. And then I'm excited to figure out how we're going to make uh, Horny go with this. Actually, let me just say, love. I was I, I hadn't really thought about the lyrics for it. It's actually a little bit horny too, but I hadn't really thought about that. Um, I picked out matter of fact, casual confidence in the love that is being expressed. The line that that stood out to me um, from this that I wanted to to use as our reference point is. It's from the it's from the first verse. He says, "Only for the night, I'm kidding. Only for life, yeah, only for life." So like the sort of joking around in a comfortable way, like being like, eh, "Just a one night stand. Just kidding. It's forever." Sort of deal. Um, okay. Sort of not being too you look wonderful tonight about it, but also it's it's understood sort of deal. Yeah, and. Uh- so yeah, I think that's actually pretty easy to play into yeah. uh, making it a little making it a little horny. I'm so sorry for the number of times I'm saying that word, <laughs> listeners. I don't think any of us uh, are comfortable with it, but it's it's one of the aspects. I mean, it's, it's one just, of the aspects, and at this listen, point, we don't make the rules. I've forgotten the word I said could be uh, swapped out for it. So just go ahead and brace yourselves for the rest of this episode. So. We have call and response chorus, kick and guitar riffs or fills, sort of uh, guitar stabs maybe, with make it a little horny, 
and then we have a skittering sort of complex drum programming, two voices, two distinct voices, and confident sort of relaxed expressions of love. So there are guitars, but there are programmed drums. Yes. Call and response chorus works fine with two distinct voices, mm-hmm. I think. Honestly, these all, I mean, these these pair together very well. Right, I agree. I agree. Uh, which I am, I am a little surprised at. I was not sure if whatever aspects we wound up coming up with were going to, to clash or not. Yeah. Because these are, are two, I would say, very distinct sounds from each mm-hmm. other. For sure. The temptation for me is to write a slow jam. Okay. What could we do instead of that? <laughs> I mean, we could do pretty much anything. It's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, Another techno song. I will oh, be up, right up. back. Wait. No. Hold on. <laughs> Don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> I was I was I was thinking about one one of these times I'm gonna be like all right Daniel I'm going to uh, this was gonna be a spoken word part I'll write the whole thing and perform it you don't have to worry about an instrument <laughs> like just be like <laughs> acapella spoken word <laughs> don't even worry about it I got it oh <laughs> I think we're our sacrifice is a poem it's so weird are we all in agreement that's a poem. <laughs> <laughs> no one mentioned anything about instruments. We could just do a poem. This one's another ode, but it's a poetic ode instead of <laughs> anyway. So, so I kind of like the idea of a, a slow jam, if not for the intricate drum programming. That I think mm. would be difficult to. I mean, we could we could do it, but I just don't know how well intricate drumming is going to play in a slow jam. That's I, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. And like, I'm not even sure that's the one that I was going to talk to you about. Like, well, that's actually not the one I was going to talk to you about. I figured out the way to talk about the two distinct voices by saying two, two distinct, distinct voices. voices and then that's it. But then I found myself ensnared in this new trap that I laid for myself. And it's not, I don't know. I feel like I just, I, I just don't want sort of four, four. I don't need like, like John Bonham, on the drums yeah like even like and uh, i don't know i don't know how to i don't know how to how to uh even come up with the word i don't know how to um crystallize what i'm trying what what aspect what aspect of the aspect i'm looking for here are you looking for a like a non-standard time signature or like a almost almost math rock style drumming kind of but like um like math rocks like but like a ballad, like I think like what I liked in the in in the Kendrick song is that there were times like if you were like stomping your foot or tapping on your steering wheel, you're gonna hit you're gonna like there's like a like there's 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 not just like snare symbol snare symbol like it's it's not it's a non-standard sort of performance I guess. Yeah, I guess math rock is close. I think it, it's it seems to me like you're what you're saying also is kind of like a varied drums. Varied it's not drums, like yeah. During the verse, you get like boom, 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 right, right, exactly. Yeah, like it it changes up consistently. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. And and I think I I I definitely want it to be not 
a focus when you're listening to the song, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Kind of more in the background. Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, an idea came to me. Okay. Reading over all of these is that this seems like it could potentially basically be a hold steady song. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Oh, hold on. The factory just started up where James comes up with all of the hold steady tropes he can possibly think of. (laughs) And I don't want to like, I don't want to do exactly that. Right. Like I, I, I would love to, just do a, a hold steady parody and hit all those tropes. And uh, I met her at a concert back in September. We were I doing bought her a, lot a drink. I thought she'd remember. Uh, but I think that general sound, like a, a I don't want to say teen rock because that's not right. But like, I in in indie rock. Yeah, I mean in indie rock, in, in the but terms I think of like if we're talking new meaning of indie and not the yeah yeah like the under the umbrella of indie rock, uh, like it has guitars and uh, like interesting performances of of the instruments, lyrics that are not esoteric perhaps, but sort of un they don't feel like something you'd hear they don't feel classic they feel sort of surprising yes yeah. I can see that. So yeah, I think that's that's a potential good vibe we could go for. I wonder, like Samstown Killers, like Samstown era Killers, kind of like a desert. Oh, uh, when you were young is off of Samstown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. all right, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm um, I'm picking it up because those guitars are more U two y than um, than not. Yep. Kind of the 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 killers sort of do the sort of soaring thing, and I know we're not talking about like a riff or a, like a solo perhaps, but like I feel like you could you could you could think of something where it's like uh, guitar and he's back out again. Uh, she's into her performance. She's into performance. Oh wait, I have this guitar. Wow, and then back into performance, performance, performance. Like she keeps remembering she has a guitar to to absolutely destroy on too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I have put down gorilla guitars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you don't see him. You don't see him coming. Yeah, and I guess that's a good way to segue into our lyrics. Um, yeah, our our lyrics are going to be interesting here. Um, yeah, if okay, let's use the template. No, I'm going to say inspired by <laughs> music inspired by the film The Hold Steady. If it's like kind of story song where it starts with like we started off kind of like hot and heavy and just like couldn't keep our hands off each other sort of deal. I don't want it to be like and now we're married. (laughs) I don't want it to be like that's not where I'm interested in going. But seeing something take on extra components from like lust into like. There's some love there. There's some commitment there. There's like a comfortability there. So they're not turning into something else. They're just sort of adding facets on to the original. But in that regard, seeing a relationship or a 
an interaction between people mature and change over time might be a, might be a path to go down. Yeah, I, I like that. I also also kind of like the the idea of it being like a if we're doing story song type lyrics, mm. like just talking about one one night of theirs, yeah. right? Like it doesn't have to be like "Don't You Want Me, Baby." Kind of like "Don't You Want Me, Baby," but better. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I think one evening or one they see each other, they want each other. They ha- have each other? And then, like, afterwards, it's sort of like there's a... Oh, actually, kind of cool. Like, maybe, like, as the sun rises, it's like a new dawn of something. Like, a new dawn of a new relationship sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And the one of them previously dated someone named Dawn. Well, now... And the n- other n- character's n- name is also I Dawn. So I it's see like where a you're going dawn. with this. I don't... <laughs> I'm not as big on that one. <laughs> it's a bit too gamey. And as Don crested, I <laughs> crested Don. Oh yeah. You Ew. know, my Ew. dishes used to not get so clean until I started using crested Don. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh, I think I want to talk about the call and response chorus. Yes. It feels like a call and response from person one to person two. Absolutely. Yeah. Perhaps person one, verse one, person two, verse two. We could even do call and response, response and call sort of deal. If we can, if we can uh, make them interchangeable like that. Here's what I would love to do. Okay. Verse one, person A. Yeah. Verse two, person B. Chorus with the call and response. Mm-hmm. Chorus with a response and a call. Mm-hmm. Verse three, a mixing of verses one and two together. I like that. Kind of like in, um, oh, what's that song from Hamilton? Uh, um, I'm not throwing away my with, shot. With Samuel Seabury. Oh, oh, um, a, a, a farmer refuted. Yeah, yeah. My, my, one of my favorite songs from the thing. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, like that. Yeah, where like the lyrics <laughs> of each yeah. of the two verses yeah. intersect and then divert, and yeah. so that on that in that third verse they can do that together. So they can kind of do the thing like in the Kendrick song where it's like the beginning of the part of the first verse ends with the part of the second verse and so on. And exactly. So forth. That's really fun. Are we thinking that like there's more of a seductive, horny aspect to one person instead of the other? That feels yeah. I I don't. I like the idea that they are actively seducing each other. Right? There's right, that seduction. Right, right. They're yeah. horned for mm-hmm. each other. That they're both laying down some game. To to attract the other, it'd be funny if they if both verses were about how they seduced the other one. <laughs> I like that. I want the vibe of of like when someone when you click with someone and it's like not. I don't want to do well. Although actually finishing each other's sentences is sort of what we're talking about a little bit. All right. Well, then I guess that is that is exactly. I was like, I don't want to be that. That 
Oh, that is what we've already... Mm, okay, I got there. I just took the long way. I just took a little lap around. Yeah, that's, here, that's fine. Hey, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you thinking? How horny? <laughs> uh, the, the ride that I just went on... Um, <laughs> I mean, not like it's not gonna be like pornographic. Okay. Lyrically, I don't want that. I don't want it to be like anything o- over the top. You know. Right. I I want it to be stirring uh-huh. without being explicit. I get that. Okay. Cool. Like I want right. I want there to talk about like maybe fingers and limbs intertwining. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You know, talking about kissing and maybe sweating right. or something like that. Mm. <laughs> I, I intertwined my fingers with your sweaty lips as I kissed you. I kissed you good. <laughs> oh, boy. That's so sexy. Um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, no, okay. So it's it's more of a like if it was a movie, it would be sort of just like, like kind of like a f- like flash. You can't really tell. You know what's going you know on. What's going on? But it's not like. But you can't tell what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the like the good way to do it. And I, I guess probably we want to match that level with the comfortable love sort of. Aspect too, yeah. Kind of, we don't want to be kind of explicit about any of it, which is why I like the the new dawn image of like you don't know how the day's gonna go, but you can tell something's about to change, kind of thing. Yeah, where it's not like it has to be like, and I knew right then, you know, we were gonna <laughs> today. I met the boy I'm gonna marry, etc. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like something about basically like this, this was a significant thing, right, and. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's perfect. Cool. What do you think? Well, part of me wants to see you. You know, I do enjoy trying to come up with a title before we hmm. have it put together. But with this one, I feel like it's something that is probably going to come up during. Like we're going to find the right title as we're working on the lyrics to this. Yes. And it's not some. I feel like if we come up with some arbitrary title for this one that it's going to hem us in too much. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to need to kind of be able to be fluid with it as we're working to get the right lyrics. Otherwise, though, I think... I, th- I think we're good. All right, so I just want to summarize. We're thinking in the sort of color palette of a sort of hold steady killers when you were young sort of you would sort of be like, I see how they're related. They'd be on the same comp as those two, sort of in terms of brushes, like not sounding like either of them, but sort of maybe feeling similar. Feeling like a spiritual successor. In terms of both instrumentation and lyrics, or are we... I'd say probably more instrumentation than lyrics. Okay. Maybe a little bit lyrical, but I'd say probably okay. more on the killers than on the hold steady lyrically. 
Right. It's funny because it's going to be more of a story song, which is, I'd say, more a hold steady style. But sure. I think the flow and maybe like intricacy of mm. the killer's style lyrics over mm. the hold steady's lyrics. Okay. Okay. I think I think that I think that's workable. I think that we should definitely co-write these lyrics. Yes. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. I I'm actually very excited to do the instrumentation for this. I've already got some some musical ideas for it and uh I am I am excited to play around with my instruments and Greg band mm-hmm. and uh see if I can't get the sound that I have got in my mind. One of these days we're gonna we're gonna crowdfund so you can get the the non knockoff version of Garage Band <laughs> right. get, get you that E. <laughs> and until then, it's Garag Band for me all the way. It's it's the exact same, no E's. Yep. yep. It's just you have to be like I guess that actually play stop. It wouldn't actually E's aren't that anyways. Um, it's it's yeah. it would be very difficult. I mean. Try try putting anything in the key of E. You can't. No, that's because true. You cannot play a single E in Garag Band. <laughs> D, F, what? I don't. <laughs> D, flat, <laughs> F. <laughs> it's just, it's just, what, what chord is this? It's a flat. It's just flat. Oh, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, I think, I mean, I'm good for the recording. We're going to have some work, some collaboration, some melding, some interlocking and interlacing to do. Yes. And then we'll start working on the song. And so I think that probably um, it may be time for social media. Uh, Well, probably before then, do we want to do hints? Yeah, let's do hints. You got, you got a hint for me? Um, I will in a minute. I'm gonna do another one of these two-part hints. Hey, I'm I'm. Guess what? I am too. This time I'm playing your game. Oh. I don't even know what that means. This in this particular way, where you gave me two words last time, and I'm gonna give you two words this time. Ah, uh, okay, all right. So my first hint will be. Hmm. See, I was going to give a hint to the album, but that's, I think I'm just going to do a hint to the song. Okay. And the... So it's on an album, interesting. uh, Artist. Okay. So my two hints, in no specific order, one is to the song, one is to the artist. My two hints are TME and George C. Scott. All right. Daniel has picked a Patton Oswalt comedy track that... <laughs> you laugh. I do, at a comedy track. That's true. Yes, that's the... Yep. <laughs> How about you? I think I'm going to give... here. All right. Today's Game and Camouflage. Today's Game and Camouflage. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All cool. right. <sighs> so... Now is it time for social media? Is that? Yeah, I think now is a good time okay. for. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, we are on Twitter as a podcast at Frank's Jukebox, um, which is spelled with all the all the letters and just like it's right there. I'm so glad Frank Stallone didn't get that jukebox he was talking about with the Twitter with the Twitter account. 
individually we can be found on twitter i am at unabashed james and i am at dantendo 64 you can email us at frankenstein's jukebox at gmail.com uh the confidence is just overwhelming uh, in in this guy this guy right here james um you can also uh interact with us on twitter there's also um a spotify playlist of all our picks that we should probably put a panel put in our profile or something yeah we should that you can listen to everything that we've played you know from 2020 19 18 and now 17 and let us know you know anything i mean what was your favorite song from 2017 what are your thoughts on the human leagues don't you want me baby i don't know just whatever these, these are all whatever yeah just give us your thoughts we'd love to hear them yes exactly and then we'll we're gonna have this episode out and get you the uh the song promise you know when it's done and not a moment before and this one, uh, like last one, might take a while. This one has a lot of, a lot of parts. Just like some of our earlier ones, this one might not be the entirety of the song. This one might just be a section of it, but we'll see. Yeah, maybe. What we do. Maybe. I mean, like, it it does feel like, mm, yeah, yeah. We'll see what we do. We'll I see. think we'll see what we do. Yeah, I think we'll see what we do. Yeah. I think that's it, though. Do we have any other social media? No. Okay, great. Well, listener, uh, you know thank what? you so much. Uh, yep. If if you feel like doing it, maybe leave us a review on uh, on on your your podcatcher of choice. Um, yeah, that'd be you know, fun. Apple Podcasts. Uh, does Spotify do reviews for podcasts? Nope. No. No. Um, Stitcher. Go to podchaser.com, Find the show and you know leave leave a review there if you feel like it. It helps to get the word out and. Also, just tell some friends if you feel like we're doing good stuff. Record a video of yourself or an audio of yourself saying that we're great and what you like about the show and send it to us on Twitter or whatever. Yes. Um, That doesn't boost our ratings or anything, but it's still It boosts our ego, and that's great. And that's the ultimate rating. Exactly. (laughs) No rating matters except the rating I give myself, and I base that rating off of how much other people like me, so I need that. It's what we call healthy, um, healthy mental health, and that's... And that's what Frankenstein's Jukebox is all about. Please love us. We'll see you next time. See you next... Hey, everyone, see you last year. Bye.